Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Thursday, April 13, 2023. It's about one o'clock in the afternoon. Larry Johnson uh, joins us now. Uh, Larry, in the past 12 hours, the Washington Post has come out with a story that seems too fantastic to believe that the leaker of the um, uh, secured top secret, no foreign uh, documents prepared by and for the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and his uh, team is in fact a 21-year-old Air National Guardsman from Fort Bragg uh, or Fort Sill, Oklahoma, uh, and uh, that this was originally shared amongst a group of teenage gamers, uh, of all things. Is this even remotely credible? No, no. It's a lie. It's a fabrication. Uh, the Washington Post, the first, this first sur- surfaced with a cat, belling cat. Bellingcat is a front for the British intelligence. That's where the story first surfaced. Washington Post then picks it up and the Guardian then picks it up on the same day. So this is a coordinated media strategy. This is a disinformation campaign. The documents are real. I'm not saying that the documents are fabrications. They are not. But this cover story that's been manufactured to explain how these documents came to be produced it just falls apart. It most simply falls apart based upon one document in that mix, which is listed as CIA Operations Center report, top secret. I worked in the CIA Operations Center. I helped prepare those reports. That's an internal CIA document. No one on a U.S. military base anywhere in the world will have access to that kind of document for starters. Who, who or what is spreading the mis, uh, misinformation? Is this CIA feeding garbage to their friends in the American and British uh, media? I, I put it above the CIA. This is within the, this is elements connected to the office of the director of national intelligence, because that's the one place where you can bring together CIA, FBI, NSA, DIA, all the key elements. They are the one place in the U.S. government where you can assemble all this material. And the way this thing was so neatly packaged up, you know, until I saw that CIA document, I was inclined to believe that this was simply the act of a whistleblower wanting to flag the problems about the public discrepancy between what Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, and Mark Milley, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the lies they were telling in public as opposed to the actual reality of what they're being briefed on uh, and secret top secret briefings every day. How embarrassed is the uh, Biden White House, the Pentagon and Langley CIA over these leaks? Uh, Some are embarrassed and horrified by it. But what I think the strategy that's underway is this information was leaked with a variety of purposes to prepare the U.S. public for the crash landing 
that's going to take place with respect to U.S. foreign policy, the crash landing in Ukraine, the crash landing in China. In fact, we're already seeing elements of just the, if you call it the- Are you saying this was a controlled leak done by management, not done by some Edward Snowden, Bradley Manning type? Yeah, by some elements within management who thought this was a good idea. I mean, this, this shows how both unprofessional and ridiculous it is. I mean, and dangerous. And the information that was leaked about Israel, part of that comes from a FISA. Uh, you know, it's got a FISA classification on it, which that does necessarily mean this is Department of Justice FBI territory. So, again, there's no way that some National Guardsman who's doing TDY at Fort Bragg would have access to that. And, and I'm, I'm not basing that upon what happened to me 40 years ago. I, for 23 years, for 23 years, up until about three years ago, I worked in these skiffs, and I still have friends that do who are retired CIA and retired NSA and, and retired FBI, and I talk to them, and they're still seeing the material. None of them, none of them have seen anything like this, particularly that CIA Operations Center document or the FISA document. That, that, right. And they have complete access to the high side, the top secret side. They have special access programs, SAP clearances. So that's why I say this thing is this thing is too tidy a package. This has been wrapped up nice and neatly. This is like an episode of Law and Order, organized crime. All right. Speaking of organized crime, uh, let me run uh, an analysis of why the FBI is above this. Tony Schaefer. Uh, has not as much experience as you, but a good deal, uh, who pretty much agrees with the arguments you and uh, Doug McGregor and Ray McGovern and I uh, have been making. Here's Tony's analysis about why the the investigation is being done by the FBI uh, rather than by the DOD uh, itself. I mean, maybe you're going to say even the investigation uh, is a fake. But here's what Tony had to say. I, I'm anxious to hear your opinion on this, Gary. Remember who's investigating. The FBI will basically report whatever it's told. Think about that. That's maybe why they don't want DOD investigators coming in, because they may want to control the narrative. The FBI, as you know, Judge, is not an honest investigative organization at this point. I know, so, but Lloyd Austin would have more control over DOD investigators than he would over FBI investigators, no? It's not about DOD. It's about the White House trying to control the narrative, Judge. That's ah. what's going on. You got it. Who benefits? Who benefits? Who benefits from the FBI coming in? The White House. Who benefits from information being investigated, but no one being found guilty? This is, this is a fascinating analysis. What do you think, Larry? Um, well, I, I'm not clear that the DOD is not investigating, but you have to understand, well, you do understand the different authorities. DOD does not have the power to arrest. Of course. They're not, 18, they're not 1811s. So the FBI... The FBI will play a role in that, and they will have the lead role for arresting somebody that is found guilty of violating U.S. law. I mean, that's that's part of the reason the FBI is involved. But I, I guarantee you that both from DOD and from CIA and the Office of Director of National Intelligence, they're all, quote, involved in this leak and are in a position to help control what comes out. Some if, of the information... If the leaker, if the leaker is... If the leaker is really high level in the administration, 
who orchestrated this leak in order to cushion the blow, because as you and I know, and everybody watching and listening to us now, Biden doesn't have a safe off-ramp from his um, dalliance uh, with Ukraine. If the leaker is really somebody in Avril Haines's office, she, she's the uh, DNI, the Director of National Intelligence, then nobody is going to be charged. Right. Well, and I, and I don't think this was this was not a whistleblower type leak. This was a, if, an intelligence operation type leak. And yes, they put out some damaging information. They put out information that in some uh, areas clearly would appear to c- compromise some U.S. systems and sources and methods. But the information is also very much targeted. They chose what days to release. Uh, the story that's being put out there that there's a treasure trove of documents. Judge, I've searched the Internet. I've been able to see about 12. So the, but they keep saying, oh, there's 50. No, there's 100. Oh, Washington Post says there's 300. Oh. I defy anybody out there listening to you to go find those documents and provide a link where they exist. They do not exist. That's part of the storyline that's being put out. And they're oh. trying to create this entire backstory that this was a bunch of right-wing, anti-Semitic, racist gamers. And that, that this is, uh, this is the, the crime of white people. You know, they're playing that card. That's the other thing that lets you know that this is this is a controlled operation. This has in this further is a- in furtherance of that controlled operation. Uh, the Washington Post reports that and it doesn't say how it found this kid. It found one of no. the teenagers in the gamer group and it interviewed him. And because of his age, it secured permission from his parents. We have uh, the same clip of the interview that the Washington Post made available. Presumably, there's a lot more. You don't hear or see the Washington Post reporter asking questions. You see the young man's answers. At one point, he refers to OG, which is either the true initials of whoever they want us to believe the leaker is or is an acronym for the 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 nom de guerre, you know, these people have all kinds of crazy names that they use when they're on uh, the Internet. I don't know exactly what OG stands for, but you'll hear the young man say it. Let's uh, take a look and a listen at this interview. I want your thoughts on this. And the question I'm going to ask you as soon as it's over is, Larry, is this re- don't answer it yet. Larry, is this real or is it faked? Gary, I would not call OG a whistleblower in the slightest. I don't think that there was a goal nor some sort of accomplishment that he was looking for in sharing these documents. Of course, there's some anti-government sentiment, but that's not unlike most right-wingers in the modern day and age. OG was not hostile to the U.S. government. However, he had disagreed with several occasions such as Waco and Ruby Ridge and thought that the government is overreaching in several aspects. There was no heavy Snowden-like conspiracy here like some people may believe. People were reading them and they were not commenting on them. They were just sitting there. He is not a Russian operative. He is not a Ukrainian operative. I'll go as far to say he's not even on the east side of the world. Any claims that he is a Russian operative or pro-Russian is categorically false. He is not interested in helping any foreign agencies with their attack on the U.S. or other countries. He was a, he was a young, charismatic man who loved nature, God, 
who loved shooting guns and, and racing cars. It would appear as if he sort of grew angry with the fact that only one or two people were paying attention to these documents that he was pouring his heart out into. And as a sign of just anger, he just decided to post the full documents. He was a very smart man. There's no way in any world that he would not know that he knew that these were illegal. Larry, is this real or is it faked? <laughs> I hope I hope the two actors they had doing that had their Screen Actors Guild cards up to date. I mean, that Judge, how did they find these guys and find them so quickly? And the Washington Post found them before the FBI could. The way this works is somebody within, let's call it the office of the Director of National Intelligence, related to either FBI, CIA, DOD, called up the Washington Post and fed them this story and gave them the kids' names. And these kids, you know, we'll find out someday who they really are and what their backstory is. But, but you know, they've been enlisted in this. Maybe they they were fed this as a storyline and genuinely believe it. Maybe it was set up where these documents were, were posted on this gamer site in order to create that illusion. But the, the fact of the matter is that that one document alone from the CIA, from the operations center, tells you immediately it is impossible that anybody on a military base would have access to that. And I'm, I'm speaking of that from CIA personnel I know that have clearances, that have access to high side machines, that cannot get that because that's an internal CIA document. That's not circulated for the rest of the intelligence community to look at. The reason that's prepared, I used to do it, is you're reading all the intelligence that comes in overnight, and you write up a summary of what some of the key issues are, and you do it in a paragraph form, which is exactly what that document is. So when the analysts, say for Latin, I sat on the Latin American desk, when the analysts from Latin America come in, they'll see immediately what were some of the high uh items that came in overnight. Could a 21-year-old Air National Guardsman conceivably have had the lawful, appropriate security clearance physically to have had these documents? No, no, impossible. Uh, most that, would, that would mean that even by this theory, he had to have gotten them from somebody else. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, the Everybody in the military, just because you join the military doesn't mean you get a top secret clearance. And the, the elements that were contained in some of these documents are beyond secret and top secret. They get into what's called special compartmented information. They get into, you see designations such as TK and SI and G, and those refer to special categories of classification. So it means you really have a higher access they're just mere top secret. And uh, I'd venture to say like 98% of the military does not have access to that kind of material. It's a very, very, very small number within the entire U.S. military that would have access to that. Uh, so if, it's, if this was a, a controlled, management-directed, politically motivated, let's save Joe Biden by preparing for the crash landing leak. Will anybody be prosecuted, or will they find a fall person? Oh, I, I, I'm sure they'll find a scapegoat. You know, a week ago, I would have said, no, nah, I don't think that's what's going on, because some of the material is so sensitive. 
But now based upon this other, the additional material I've seen and this neatly wrapped up story that is broken by the Washington Post and the Guardian, again, simultaneously, one in England and one in the United States, this is an intel operation, pure and simple. All right, switching gears. Uh, our a friend, a man whose work you and I and most folks watching us now uh, admire, Cy Hirsch, uh, reports that the CIA is aware uh, of uh, Ukrainian officials skimming U.S. aid and that the skimmer-in-chief is President Zelensky himself. Mm-hmm. Is this likely uh, true? Is it believable? Oh, very believable. I think the real key element in Cy's story is the fact that the, the Ukrainians are buying the, the oil from the Russians. <laughs> can, can you say that again? Yeah, the, the Ukrainians are buying the oil from the Russians, which means they're sending uh, U.S. taxpayer dollars back to Russia. So the, the Russians in this case are operating like the loan shark, and the Ukrainians are the guy that needs to, to borrow at the 25% VIG so that they can uh, you know, pay their gambling debt. Why, uh, why would Putin allow... Uh, Russian oil companies, we're not talking about a gas station, so this must be, you know, huge quantities of oil. Why would he allow this transaction? Doesn't he want to starve out the uh, Ukrainian military? Uh, He does want to do that, but this is, you know, this is a way that Russia can further weaken Ukraine, just the simple fact that they're having to buy it from Russia. They don't have another source, and they're taking U.S. taxpayer money in the process. I mean, there's some real sweet irony in that as far as the Russians are concerned. So uh, the the report by Cy Hirsch says that Bill Burns, the head of the CIA, the last time he visited President Zelensky, which was about three or four weeks ago, if, if memory serves me uh, correctly, uh, complained that the CIA identified about 35 generals uh, who were skimming and, of course, it told President Zelensky what the CIA knew about his own skimming. Uh, within about 24 hours, 10 of those generals were sacked. The others are still there and continued the skimming. This right. is American taxpayer dollars. You know, Rand Paul in the Senate and Thomas Massey in the House proposed an inspector general who would actually receive the cash and put it in a Ukrainian bank. I don't know how they actually get the cash. I don't know how the money gets there, but but Senator Paul and Congressman Massey's proposals weren't even permitted to be voted on in the Congress, so the money just goes there. How does cash get from Washington to Kiev? Is it wired, or do they have greenbacks in a, in a cargo plane like they did in, in uh, Iraq, and they physically fly the cash over there? Well, the, both, both ways are, are uh, is how it's done. It depends if it's CIA money or DOD money. So, but but it, the the flow of the cash can't be. It's going to go from bank to bank, and you can track it and monitor it. Remember, CBS sixty Minutes was reporting on this a year ago that there was this diversion, significant diversion of U.S. equipment. A, they estimated only thirty percent was getting to the frontline troops. So this is not really new. I think what what Sai was highlighting though is that there are elements within the intelligence and military communities that are just completely disgusted with the Biden administration, the incompetence of Jake Sullivan, incompetence of uh, of Blinken. And they're trying to put the word out, which also may help explain, be another source for 
this information, this controlled leak that is being that's taken place that we were talking about at the outset. So these are not what size writing about and the leaks. These are not unrelated. These are all these are all different threads of the total fabric. What is the probability that President Biden is aware of all this? The controlled <laughs> leak, the the absurd explanation uh, for the leak, the missing four hundred million. Uh, the graft uh, in uh, Ukraine, uh, the president as the grafter in chief. Does old Joe know this? Uh, if he did, he forgot it. Uh, he's, <laughs> I, he's not running the show. Now, I mean, he's not running the show here. Uh, this is uh, the uh, the elements that are connected to the Blinkens and the Clintons. Uh, you know, the Clinton, I, I believe personally that the Clintons are involved. That they're, because when you look at the heritage of the Jake Sullivans and the Anthony Blinkens, uh, they, they always go back to a Clinton foundation, to a Clinton reality. Uh, but this is, you, you know, you've got institutions in Washington that have been dependent upon the war machine. And that's what got Donald Trump into trouble. He tried to stop, slow down that war machine. Uh, and that's one of the reasons they've been going after him and trying to get rid of him. So here, here we are now where the wheels are coming off. You know, the United States has thrown everything it has short of nuclear weapons at Russia, and we haven't stopped them. Uh, instead, the opposite has happened. You know, Russia and China have united, and they're working together. They're, they're bringing about peace in the Middle East and key areas, Yemen, Syria. Uh, so the, the United States, what we once had as control, is slipping away. And I think that overall these leaks... Is a is a symptom of desperation, that that's that's what's driving it. But within it, and part of their desperation is they put out such a silly story to claim that a 21 year old national guardsman from Oklahoma or Kansas, uh, who was TDY temporarily assigned to duty at Fort Bragg, was able to get some of the highest classified material uh, out of a skiff when he wouldn't even hold the clearances to get into the building. Please. Larry Johnson, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you very much for your time and for your analysis today. Thanks, Judge. Wow. If you like all this, like and subscribe. Colonel McGregor at 3 o'clock uh, Eastern this afternoon. As you know, more as we get it, Judge Napolitano for Judging Freedom.